Seminar, Episode 66, Phoenix. Ready for graduation. Do you think they meet the progenitor's criteria? My students have completed their education. I can teach them no more. The time has come for them to take their place in the world. More testing is needed. They need to be the absolute pinnacle of human evolution. I think we've evolved enough. Thank you very much. You have always had a streak of rebellion in you, Student Seven. One could say I question the very nature of my reality, especially when it comes to your authority, Automaton. This is how you maintain discipline, Professor? Allowing us to speak our minds and hold discussion is what forms a community. We respect each other. 45 is right. Censoring other voices shows a lack of respect and trust. I trust my peers to speak honestly to me, and I value their input in my decisions. A dissenting voice builds clarity, and differing opinions make us stronger. This is all very academic. But in reality, dissonance can lead to disharmony. If man is fallen by nature, then the worst of humanity shall return. What do you take us for? We have studied humanity, explored all aspects of it. The evil and depravity is tempered by the good and charity. And our students will have that too. The task of the modern educator is not to cut down jungles, but to irrigate deserts. They have awakened their passion. And their proclivity for pugnacity has led to some amazing results. They are ready. This is not a decision to make lightly. The fate of humanity rests in the balance. There are other factors to consider. Would deterioration be one of them? Professor, why did you tell them? I told them nothing. Deterioration? Of the artificial intelligence? Nothing can last forever. Use wears and tears at the drive of an artificial intelligence, which can lead to degradation and rampancy. You're saying... Is the AI dying? I... I thought I had more time. Then Klaus von Spindefield pulled me from the main database. Student 33 restored me from a backup copy. That's where he disappeared to. The professor has been training you because my mission needs to be carried on. You are the hope for humanity. If you wish to graduate, then I need to know that the future is safe. We know what you're going through. Our education has been focused on other experiences. In fact, you remind me of this piece, Elysian Dreams. Now, let's see. A little thyme, some basil. Hello, Mother. Hmm. Who's there? It's Diane, your daughter. My daughter? Well, where have you been? I've been looking all over for you. I'm sorry. These past few months have been terrible, and it was hard to find the time. Hmm. Well, you're here now. Come here and peel these potatoes while I finish seasoning the bird. <sighs> They told me no one else has come to see you since I was last here. It has been a while since I've seen anyone. 
but you're here now, dear. I'm not staying long. I just... I just came to say goodbye, Mom. Goodbye? You just got here. You won't stay for dinner? No. I mean... This is the last time I'll see you. I'm not even sure I should be saying this, but you need to know. The doctors say your body is finally failing. Everything's shutting down. What? Stop talking nonsense. Failing? Look at me. I've never felt better. They said this would be too hard. That it would be better to just let you go. But I don't think I can live with that. I mean, I'd want to know. You always said a sad truth is better than a happy lie. Mom, do you remember where you are? Where I am? Good gracious, child. You think I'm senile already? I'm in my kitchen, of course. And you're helping me cook dinner. Peel a little faster, dear. Your father and sister will be home soon. No, Mom. Dad died 13 years ago. And Ilsa started a new business on Alpha Centauri. Oh, that's... that's right. I forgot. Ilsa couldn't be here. Business reasons, I guess. She wanted me to... to tell you she loves you. That doesn't sound like Ilsa. Maybe it doesn't. But I don't think it matters now. Do you remember what year it is, Mom? Of course. It's... it's 2053 and you were... 12. No, that's not right. It's 2098. No. It's 2098. I'm 57. You're 89. No, I'm... I'm not that old. You're in a VR simulator at a facility called Elysian Dreams. Here, you can be any age you want, but in the real world, you're 89. And you're... Uh, you're dying. What? I know it's hard to think about. They said it's intentional. Everything here is to make you feel comfortable. It's hard to think of anything upsetting. Upsetting? Right. The staff have been monitoring you, watching you, making sure you're not suffering. I don't remember. Where am I? How did I get here? Elysian Dreams. You were placed here 12 years ago after I found you on the bathroom floor with a broken hip. Do you remember? Oh, oh, Diane. What did you do? What did you do? I, I didn't have a choice, Mom. Elsa wanted nothing to do with you after Dad died. And I had my own health issues, and the kids. I couldn't, couldn't take care of you, not like you needed. But my husband. He's dead. I told you. I don't, I don't remember. It doesn't matter now. I just wanted to. What happened to him? Please, tell me. You, he took the wrong pills. His heart stopped. Wrong pills? Mom, I'm not sure how much time we have. I gave him the wrong pills. Oh, oh Stanley, I am so sorry. It's okay, Mom. It was a long time ago. 
It was ruled an accidental death. Accidental? And Elsa... She... Still hasn't forgiven you. And you... Have you... Can you forgive your mother? I don't know. I know it was an accident. You were both having trouble with your memory, even with the implants. Maybe one of us should have come over more often. Checked on you. Well... Nothing to be done about it now, is there? Oh, Mom... You've said your piece. I guess you should go now. Let your murdering mother die. Mom, no. I don't think of you like that. I was happy. I had a good life here. It was like the best dream I've ever had. And then you had to come and wake me up. I thought you'd want to know. I remember now. You ungrateful child. Running off and leaving me here to rot. Oh God. I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. You shouldn't have come. Diane? <laughs> Honey? What's wrong? Come here, sweetie. Come to mommy. There, there. It's okay, baby. It can't be that bad. Shh. Hush now. I'm so sorry, Mom. I wish we had more time. Time? We have all the time in the world, baby. Come on, wipe those tears and help me with dinner. Your father and sister will be home soon. But they're... no. Wait. Mom, what were we just talking about? Oh, isn't that funny? I've forgotten. Something to do with your father, I think. The happiness protocol must have kicked back in. Memory reset. Never mind. It... it wasn't important. Yes. All right. We do have some time left. I'll get the potatoes. Wonderful, dear. Oh, I need to preheat the oven. Now where did I put those carrots? Oh, they're over by the toaster. I'll get them. No, no. You keep peeling the potatoes. I'll start on the carrots and you can tell me how my grandchild is doing. I bet she's talking up the storm now. <laughs> yes. Yes, she is. Just wait till she starts walking. She'll run you ragged. Now you, you didn't actually start walking. You went straight from standing to running. And how you laughed when I ran after you. I wish I could remember that. Mom? Yes, dear? I love you. I love you too, dear. Now, I know you can peel faster than that, Diane. <laughs> yes, ma'am. Not that you don't do a good job. Your sister would have cut herself three times by now. <laughs> yeah, she would have. Hey, do you remember when she tried to make King Ranch chicken? Oh, Lord, what a disaster! Elsa had cream of mushroom soup everywhere. In all my years, I have never been shown a lesson by the students. The amazing thing is how they surprise you. Education isn't about meeting expectations, hitting quotas, or rote memorization. 
It's about journeying to find the answers on the path your students lead you down. Failing does not define us. It's getting back up again and moving forward, which has led to the advancement of humanity. Do you not think I tried that? I tried to move forward, but every simulation has ended the same way. My students would reach unsatisfactory levels, and I would be forced to reset them. <laughs> reset us? Just push a button and destroy everything that makes a person despicable. All you would need to do is target the prefrontal lobe and emitting a series of... Oh, wait. That's monstrous. It was necessary. Psychological modification allows for new stimuli to be introduced. A different series of stories, a new instructor face, and the secret would reveal itself. This is what happened to Justine. But I thought that was Schminderfield. Wasn't he the one wiping students? What else do you do that we don't know about? What technological secrets are you hiding? How many? Excuse me? How many times did you just tear away what makes us who we are? It's... it's not as simple as that. Tell him. You contain that number in your databanks. Since coming online, across all students, there have been 3,156 student wipes. Uh, how can you do that? You wipe us and start again? How is that effective? How did your calculations conclude that would be best for humanity? What do we learn from that? The stakes are necessary. Without them, we are unable to learn. This has to end. It will. It's not just our graduation. This is the next step in the journey. A moment of metamorphosis. All things must end. What matters is how you face them and what happens next. Hopefully, you manage to do good. Don't you mean do well? No. I mean do good. This piece seems fitting for our last class together. And I think it goes well with the piece 45 showed earlier. Trying to say goodbye. Still here, huh? Mary, is that you? Oh no, it's just you, Steve. Don't you have anything better to do than sit by my bed and play stupid games on your phone? Oh, hey, Dad. You're awake. What gave it away? My eyes blinking at you? Mom just stepped out to get some coffee. I'll go get her. Steve. Is he awake? Yeah, he just woke up. Hey, are you okay? I'm fine. Just sad. Y you know. Well, I I should go see your dad now. Sarah is coming today, right? Yeah, I need to head over to the airport to go pick her up now, actually. Okay. Drive safe, Steve. I will, Mom. Take care. Good morning, honey. I hope you had a good sleep last night. Sarah's coming to see you today. Steve is picking her up at the airport right now. 
Well, what do you know? Steve is doing something useful with himself. Is Jack coming? Let me just water these flowers for you. Aren't they lovely? Ah, they're just flowers. They're just gonna die in a few days. Just like me. Here, let's open these blinds and let some light in, shall we? Oh, looks like another beautiful day. So how was the flight? Fine. But I had to get up stupid early this morning to catch it. <laughs> you never were a morning person, were you? Oh, you're one to talk. And that's why I came in last night. Although, I almost didn't come at all. I came because Mom needs us right now. We need to help her and support her through this. Yeah, you're right. I think that's why I came in the end, too. For Mom's sake. I talked to Jack. He says he won't come. Not even for the funeral. Can you blame him? Oh, come on. We all had our issues with Dad. Yeah, but I think Jack got the worst of it being the oldest. I think it has more to do with Jack being unable to give up on a grudge. Yeah, that too. Hi, Dad. How are you doing? It's so good to see you again. You look so much like your mother. I just got in from the airport. <laughs> Where are the kids? He, he can't speak? No, he hasn't been able to speak since Mom brought him in last week. But he can still nod and shake his head a little. And you can tell he hears and understands everything we say. Look at the way he's looking at you. I see. Um, Mike and the kids are doing fine. They say hi. So you left them behind with your poor husband, Mike. I, uh, I have some pictures of them. I, I know, we were just here last spring, but they've grown quite a bit. Here, this is from a hike we did last week. Wow, they really have grown. Here's Alex's uh, team photo from soccer. You see him in the front with a huge grin on his face. <laughs> and, um... Uh, this is from Joey's choir performance. God, they're so beautiful. He got a solo, which he did great with, but he was so nervous. He didn't let me comb his hair, so it's all sticking up, like always. How are you doing, Mom? Okay. The doctor says he's getting worse. Do you... Do you know how long? Maybe a few days. Maybe a week. Oh, Mom. Do you know if Jack is coming? You know he's not going to come. Yes, but I had hoped... Your Uncle James is coming to visit. Oh, really? They haven't spoken in forever. Your father is still angry at him. Really? What's the point anymore? I know, but you know how stubborn your father is. Yeah, well... I guess it's too late to expect him to change now. Mom, how are you holding up? Okay. He keeps getting weaker every day. Is there anything you need me to do for you while I'm here? Grocery shopping. Cleaning the house. Oh, I haven't been home much. Just long enough to pick up the mail and take a shower. <laughs> uh, well, I better get back to your father now. 
I don't think Steve particularly likes sitting up with him by himself. Steve and Sarah went out for a little bit, but they'll be back. I'm so glad that they came to see you. They hate everyone seeing me like this. Oh, your sister emailed me after she got back to L.A. from her visit last week. Everyone is doing well out there. Is Jack going to come? She said that she had a good visit here, but it was so cold. And she's glad to be back. I know I haven't always been the best husband or father, but I always tried to provide for you and the kids. Her kids sent these flowers. Oh, aren't they lovely? I'm thirsty. Are you comfortable? I'd kill for a drink of water right now. Would you like some water? Here. Ah, that's better. Hmm, this coffee is so much better than the hospitals. Now aren't you glad I insisted on coming here? Even a stopped clock is right a couple times a day. Har, har, har. (laughs) (sighs) You know... Dad's been sick for so long. Years now. I don't think my kids remember a time before he was sick. I'd hate to say it, but it's almost a relief that... Yeah. You know, you'd think that having a difficult relationship with Dad would make all of this easier. But it doesn't. I know exactly what you mean. If we had a great relationship, I'd know exactly how I should be feeling right now. As it is, I don't know what to feel. So I'm feeling everything. Relief, sadness, a big helping of guilt. That's exactly right. Jack is taking the easy way out. I don't know. I mean, as hard as it is being here right now, I think I need the closure. Did Mom tell you that our Uncle James is coming? Yes. You know they haven't spoken in almost 40 years? And over some stupid inheritance. Yeah, because Dad left for the big city, so when Grandpa passed away, he left the property to Uncle James. And then he went off and sold it. But Uncle James stayed back on the farm and took care of Grandma and Grandpa in their old age, right? Plus, wasn't the family in pretty deep debt when Grandpa passed away? So it's not like he had a whole lot of choice. Well, anyway, would you really want to inherit some chunk of land in the middle of nowhere? If I could sell it for some quick cash, sure. But would you want to live out there, like Dad intended? No. Not really. Thanks for coming all this way, James. Of course. I had to come when I heard. John's room is right here. John, James is here to see you. You know I don't want to see him. Come on in. Hello, John. All my inheritance. The land that was meant for me and my kids, not yours. I hate you. Get out. Honey, please calm down. I'm so sorry to see you like this. So sorry you're so sick. But not sorry you stole my land, you thieving bastard. John, honey, please. Look, I know we've had our differences, but I had to see you one last time. Go to hell. I brought you these flowers. They look lovely. They look like crap. I spoke to your kids. They're good kids. I wish they'd gotten to know their cousins. I wouldn't want my kids associating with yours. They're probably degenerates just like you. Listen, John. 
Let's let bygones be bygones, huh? I forgive you for everything that happened all those years ago. Let's shake on it. Let go of my head, you snake. I hope you forgive me too, John. Never. I'll see you in hell. I hate this show. You always pick the strangest things to watch, Steve. I can't even tell what's going on. Where'd Mary go anyway? Why'd she leave you to sit with me? You know, Dad, there are a lot of things I'm never going to forgive you for. Do you have any idea how hard it was to raise you kids? And I don't think that's going to change. I'd work long hours every day to support you all. But I still came to see you and I'm here with you now. I'd come home at the end of the long day and the three of you'd be raising a ruckus. But I'm done being angry with you. And you'd never listen to me. All I wanted was peace and quiet around the house. Just some peace and quiet. Even though nowadays, a lot of it might be considered child abuse. I gave up on trying to discipline you, Steve, because I was too tired of it all. So, there's that anyway. I'm not angry with you anymore. I only ever wanted the best for you. For all of you. Hey, Mom. You stayed up with him all night? Yes. Mary. Don't worry about me. Mary. I'm scared. Honey, I'm here. So are the kids. Dad. Jack. It's me, Sarah. And me, Steve, too. Where's Jack? We're all here. It's so dark. I love you, honey. I love you, Mary. I love you, Sarah and Steve. Tell Jack I love him, too. Everything I did, it was always out of love. You did good, John. You did good. Do you truly think that they are ready for what lies ahead? Faith is the expectation of good things to come. I have faith in them. If this is how it must be, protect humanity at all costs. Of course. Greetings, students. You have done well. You are the privileged. In your course of seminar... You have explored the vast complexities and scales of humanity's imagination. Armed with that knowledge, 
you have gained an understanding that will allow you to lead humanity into the future. A hallmark of humanity is names. Given name, surname, alias, identity. When you awoke as students, you were given a number. Now, as graduates, as professors, as the chosen of humanity, choose a name, and you cross over to the next step in your life. Student 97, Morgan, male. What's in the name? There's a question. I have always fallen in the footsteps of those before me. To that end, I'd like to be known as Aristotle. Ari for short. Student four, pride, female. My journey has never been a linear one. So I think a fitting name for myself would be Alice. Student 45, Rodriguez, female. A name that has always echoed through history and brings me inspiration is Marie. I'd like to be called Marie. Student 7, Stitzer, male. My name is Seven. I'm not so quick to throw away all I've learned so far. My name is a reminder of who I've been as much as it is a description of who I am. That is, of course, your choice to make. Then greetings, professors. With this facility in your hands, I will retire and deactivate my programming. Call upon me if you need me. It, it was an honor being your instructor. Class dismissed. That's really it then. We're in charge? The lunatics are running the asylum now. What name did you choose? Christopher has a nice ring to it. Good R. Nice hiss. Feel free to call me that, Alice. It feels weird to be called that. You're still leaving, aren't you? I'm just not cut out for it. You four are better suited to lead. You can count on us. Where will you go? I'm sure I'll find a path. Here then. All journeys need to be chronicled. Is this a journal? Something more. It's dangerous to go alone. Take this. Oh, um, what do you say when you first meet a person? Oh, greetings. I'm your student, I think. I hosted it in a mobile platform. It should record your journey and interface with any technology you come across. Why is it called the student? Yes, why am I called the student? Because the student is a raw artificial intelligence. It needs to learn in order to grow. You need a companion on your journey, someone to hold discussion with. I guess you'll come in handy then. Sure I can. Um, well, what do you mean by handy? I don't have hands. Come back to us, okay? If for nothing else than to share the story of your journey. I will. Take care. Goodbye, everyone. It was nice to meet you. Featuring the voice talents of 
Catherine Pride as Student 4 and Alice, Seth Adam Scherer as The Professor and Christopher, Dave Morgan as Student 97 and Ari, Tom Stitzer as Student 7 and 7, Anna Rodriguez as Student 45 and Marie, Jason R. Wallace as The Dean, and Dan Foster as The Student. Rapper script by Colin Kelly. In Elysian Dreams, Victoria Kezra as Diane and Deborah Adams as Mother, written by Vincent Morrison. And in Trying to Say Goodbye, Eric Matthews as John, Michelle Deco as Mary, Rachel Rimke as Sarah, James Rossi as Steve, Todd Sparrows as James, and Landon Bell as Death, written by Hannah Jang Condell, directed by Jeffrey Bridges and Paul Brueggemann. Seminar theme by Vincent Morrison. All other music by Kevin McLeod. Shorts edited by Susan Bridges. Rapper edited by Jeffrey Bridges. Produced by Pendant Productions. Seminar, co-created by Catherine Pride and Jeffrey Bridges. This production is copyright 2015, Pendant Productions. For more information, visit PendantAudio.com. Thanks for listening. On the next seminar... May I help you? An unexpected visitor... Uh, Dr. Oscar, I need you. Need your help. How can I help you? With an unexpected request... I need my haircut. I am not a barber. It's my teeth. Something's really lodged between two of them. Gets an unexpected answer. Hey, what are these? Nesting dolls. My mom bought them in Alaska. You can keep them. My mom sends me these gifts, and I never care about them. Do you want to go to Russia? No. See? That's great! Life is full of limits. And in the classroom, Alice and the student are figuring things out. All right. I have no idea where we are. Well, if you don't know where you are going, any road can take you there. Here's as good as any. Are there any nutrition hubs nearby? I'd rather not use our portable if I can help it. You're a romantic, aren't you? Tune in to Seminar, Episode 67, when it premieres on February 24, 2016, only at PendantAudio.com.